Entrepreneur on Fire 781. Your career is what you're paid to do, but your calling is what you're made to do. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. Video course is available for all experience levels await at lynda.com and I've worked out a deal to give you a special offer. Access the entire library for free for seven days at lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. We all know how important sleep is, but do you get enough of it? If you're ready for better nights and brighter days, visit casper.com slash fire and use promo code fire to get $50 towards any mattress purchase. Fire Nation in the house. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Hans Finzel. Hans, are you prepared to ignite? I am so prepared to ignite. Yes. Hans is a successful author, speaker, mentor, and trusted authority in the field of leadership. He has written eight books, including his bestseller, The Top 10 Mistakes Leaders Make. His books have been translated into over 20 foreign languages. Today, he serves as president of HD Leaders and is chief leadership guru on the Leadership Answer Man's podcast. Hans, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you than expound upon the biz. Well, I love leadership. I've been in leadership my whole career for 30 years, and I left the career of leading a nonprofit, an international nonprofit, as president and CEO for 20 years just to spend all my time coaching leaders, helping leaders take their leadership to the next level. I find that there are more bad leaders and good leaders and bad managers and good ones. So, you know, my passion is to make the world a better place by helping leaders leaders improve their game. Love that. And you know, I'm all about leadership, Hans. I'm actually a military veteran myself. And although this isn't interviewing on Veterans Day, we are actually having this interview done on Veterans Day, which is pretty cool because, you know, leadership's a huge part of obviously being in the military. It's obviously a huge part of being a small business owner, about being really just an entrepreneur in general. And that's kind of what I want to dive into, Hans, is your journey as an entrepreneur, you know, the ups, the downs, the hits, the misses. But before we get into all that jazz, share with us a success quote and why you chose it. All right. My success quote would be, if you light yourself on fire, people will come to watch you burn. Fitting to my show. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't pick that because of your show, but it sure fits your show. It could be a new tagline. Uh, But I learned that people follow people of passion. And if you're a dead leader walking and you're just going through the motions and you're leading with your head and not your heart, people don't like to follow those kind of people. So I'm all about helping people find their sweet spot and to lead out of that place of passion. Fire Nation, if you light yourself on fire, people will come to watch you burn. I love that. And you know what it really speaks to me, Hans, is that you can't be on fire if you're just doing something because you think it's going to generate a lot of revenue, because you think it's going to get you a ton of respect. I mean, you need to be passionate. You need to be excited. You need to be on fire about what you're doing to really have that, you know, just that true potential followership that, you know, we're all talking about here today. And 
Hans, you haven't always, you know, been an amazing leader. You haven't always hit the ball out of the park with every single swing that you've taken. You know, you've had your successes and we're going to talk about those, but you've also had your failures. We all have. Share with us one of those stories. Really take us to that moment, Hans, and let's chat about it. What were some lessons that we can pull? Well, one thing I've learned, John, is that we change as we get older. When you're in your 30s, you have a different set of things that you're passionate about than when you're in your 40s, and the same when you're 50s. A, a, a person in their 50s has different drives and motivations and interests. And I became a CEO when I was 40 of a big international nonprofit, uh, $35 million budget, worked in 65 countries, and I loved it. But as the years went on, I sort of lost the passion. You know that company that makes the Life is Good t-shirts oh, yeah. and caps? Yeah. Well, inside the cap is, is their slogan is sewn, and it says, do what you like, like what you do. And one day I was in my garage, and I was putting this cap on my head, and I said to myself, as I read those words, I am doing neither. I no longer like what I do, and I'm no longer doing what I like. And that was a real moment of failure for me because I was going through the motions trying to pretend that I still love this job, which I used to love. But that was the moment where I, I, it's like that cap spoke to me and said, Hans, you need to make a change because now you're just pretending. And I actually had one of the guys that worked for me. Uh, he could see this, one of my C-level direct reports. And one day he, he took up the courage to talk to me and he said, Hans, there is so much at stake in our future. You need to be all in or all gone because we need a 100% leader. It took that guy a lot of guts to tell me that. But you know what? He was right. And that was part of my journey to decide, you know what? I need to step out and I need to move on. So Hans, when we're listening to this right now, and maybe some people are saying, man, I really am at this place where I don't like what I do, and I'm not doing what I like. What is something that you can share with that listener right now, you know, who's saying these words? Like, what is one or two steps that you took to identify what that next step could be? I tell people, you either have to get your groove back, you know, get your passion back. And you can do that if you work in a place and you've, you've lost the fire. And maybe you could ask your boss to reconfigure your job or you could ask your board of directors to help you reconfigure your job. There are ways to get your passion back. But if you can't get your passion back, then I say you got to leave and find something else. If you decide to leave and find something else, I'm a big fan of tests like the strength finders test and the Myers-Briggs test to try to determine who am I really at this stage of my life? What am I most passionate about? And then I also recommend to people to listen to your trusted counselors and people around you that know you well. Because sometimes we can have blind spots and we can venture off into a direction (laughs) that we have no business venturing off into. And I think I'm a big believer that in the presence of many counselors, there's wisdom. In the presence of many counselors, there is wisdom, Fire Nation. And this is such a consistent theme that comes up, Hans. You know, we talk about the mastermind, the importance of surrounding yourself with people who will give you that honest feedback. And it sounds to me, Hans, like you might not have been really doing that. I mean, you had a guy that had to build up a lot of courage and take on a lot of self-risk. 
to, to, to air those words, to air those thoughts and feelings out. And it's much better, Fire Nation, to have people that will call your bluff, you know, that will be challenging you every single week so it doesn't take, you know, a baseball cap or, you know, an, an employee <laughs> to make this happen. And Fire Nation, you can get your groove back if you're currently in a job right now that you're not completely excited about. It's not always, you know, the exit door first thing. And I'm glad you brought that up, Hans. In fact, they did a whole movie, How Stella Got Her Groove Back. I mean, it is possible to get your groove back, Fire Nation. And so I'm really glad and thank you, Hans, for bringing that up. And with the Strength Finders, I've heard a lot of people really enjoy that. And maybe you're listening right now and you're saying, you know what, I've taken Strength Finders before, but, you know, it, it, maybe it didn't work for me or maybe I know what the, the, the results are from that and so I don't need to take it again. But Hans, you brought up an another amazing point. We change. We change in our 20s, in our 30s, in our 40s. So maybe if you took it five years ago, you'll get a completely different answer or maybe you'll be ready for the answer for the first time. What are your thoughts on that? I totally agree. That's what happened to me. I took it about eight years ago, and then I took it again and found that I had a couple that were the same of my strengths, but a couple that were very different because we do change. You know, John, I love the lottery question. Here's the lottery question. (laughs) If you won the lottery, what would you do with the rest of your life? In other words, what are you so passionate about? You don't care if you get paid for it or not. And that's what I'm doing now. Like with my podcast, as you know, we don't get paid to podcast. Hey, and I give nope. all that great I give all that teaching out for free and I don't care because I love it so much. So that lottery question is a great way to sit down and list them. All right, if I didn't have to work and I had all the money I needed, here's what I would do in an average week. And you will find that you'll start writing down your passion on that list. So Hans, I like to kind of wrap up each section as we move forward. And this one, you know, you dropped a lot of value bombs. What's the one clear <laughs> lesson that you want Fire Nation to walk away with? I had a professor years ago. His name was Howard Hendricks. He taught me in graduate school in Dallas, Texas. And he said, your career is what you're paid to do, but your calling is what you're made to do. And I just love helping people find their calling, which to me is another word. Maybe it's an old-fashioned word for passion, uh, your sweet spot. So my passion is to help leaders lead from a place of passion where uh, what they're trying to do is just totally in line with their heart. Uh, You know, the heart is the seat of your passion. And the more you're in line with that passion, again, the more people love to follow you. You think about all the great leaders in history from Abraham Lincoln to to Gandhi to Margaret Thatcher to Princess Diana, people who had great influence. They were all people of passion. Passion, just excitement, fire, you know, that thing that just is our authentic self that's waiting to come out. I mean, this is all things, Fire Nation, that I want you to to, you know, really let come out of you naturally and give yourself the opportunity to make that happen. And Hans, for you, you know, you were struggling with that for a while. And, you know, you, again, we've, we've heard the struggle that you had, that you weren't doing what you like or liking what you did. So let's move to the other end of the spectrum now, as we kind of have a little chat about an epiphany moment, an aha moment. I mean, obviously looking into that cap and seeing those words was an aha moment of sorts, but you also described it as, you know, a realization of a failure. You know, 
tell us another story. And this story, Hans, is of another aha moment that you've had, of an epiphany that really just came clear for you. And what steps did you take to turn that idea into success? I'd like to follow up on the same kind of theme because I began to say, I I began to ask myself, I know I'm afraid to leave my job and I, and I believe leaders do more damage by staying too long than by leaving too soon. And sometimes we hang on to a job for the wrong reasons. And, And there was an epiphany to me. I came up with what I call the seven deadly motives for hanging on to a job too long. And they all start with a letter P, uh, Pay, of course, is a big one. Prestige, power, position, pride, you know, the paycheck. All these things I realized those were the external things for which I was hanging on to this great job. But none of them were about, hey, I'm making a difference. I'm living my passion. So that wasn't for me. We can hold on to a job way longer than we should for the wrong reasons. And that's where I, to me, it was like a diving board. And I was walking out to the edge of this high diving board, and I knew I had to jump. But all those reasons were keeping me from jumping. And you know what it really, what was the breakthrough for me? I had some very close friends that came around me, and they said, Hans, it'll be okay. You will not die if you jump. <laughs> you, will, you will not be destitute, you know? And so I went ahead and jumped. Best decision I ever made. Jumped off the high dive board. And guess what? The pool was full of marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of pool, Fire Nation. And Hans, what I love about this is that it's cycling back around to your push-off point was having that support group, was having those friends, was having that mastermind of people that you trusted say it's going to be okay. So Fire Nation, find those people to surround yourself with. And Hans, you made that jump. You know, you landed in marshmallows, but let's be honest, um, a couple of those marshmallows might have been burnt. I mean, it wasn't a perfect, perfect transition because nothing ever is. Like, what was it like those first few weeks going forward after quitting that job that had the pay, the prestige, the power, the position, the pride? What was it like? Yeah, I did not win the lottery. (laughs) (laughs) And I was telling a friend of mine the other day, I'm making about 20% of what I was making, but I'm 80% more fulfilled. So I, you know, and, and we're fine. My wife's got a great job. I'm making an income now. It's coming along. It was actually a, a big withdrawal for me, to be honest. Yeah. A transition. I was in that organization 32 years, the last 20 as a CEO. I know that's uh, nowadays people don't spend their whole life in one company, but I did. It was hard. I went through withdrawal of just, uh, I had to leave my beautiful corner office with, with, with floor to ceiling windows of the Rocky Mountain Range <laughs> and my my new office is Starbucks, you know? <laughs> and and it was hard. It was hard to leave all that. But I tell you, the freedom I was t- I was telling somebody yesterday, I don't have a boss and I don't have any employees and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so Hans, let's tell another story. And this story can be from any point in your life. But if you could share with us right now a moment in time, and that moment being your proudest entrepreneurial moment, what would that be? 
I think probably for my organization, I built a beautiful new international headquarters for our uh, our nonprofit in Colorado. We used to be in Chicago. We had a old dilapidated office there, and I had a vision to create a new building. And to me, buildings are like cars. They're really just vehicles to get you somewhere. But my wife said I, had, I gave birth to a 50,000-square-foot building, <laughs> and uh, I loved it. You know what? It positioned us for the future. It gave us a building that worked for us instead of against us. And, uh, you know, it was just bricks and mortar. But it was a – and I had a lot of naysayers saying it was a stupid idea and it was a waste of money and you were going to destroy the organization. But it was the opposite because when I took over in my tenure as CEO, it was a turnaround of an old established old paradigm organization that I had to bring total renewal to from inside this organization. And that building program and the relocation to Colorado was an enormous success. And it, it changed our culture and gave us just a really bright future. I'm so proud of that moment. Mm, love that. And Hans, let's kind of take things to present times right now. I mean, you had floor to ceiling windows looking at the rocky mountains you know corner office and you know now you know you're uh you're tapping coffee mugs with a hipster you know who's you know uh, cutting out a class for the afternoon in starbucks i mean it's it's quite a shift i mean you know i know for me when you know i left corporate the corporate world for the first time i'm like what do these people do all day i mean it's a tuesday at like 11 a.m and this place is packed i mean it's kind of crazy like a different world exists you know while i was in my little rat race like how are you adjusting to that and um, finish up by just sharing with us the one thing that has you most fired up right now in your new world. Yeah, I would say that uh, it took me a while to learn that if I don't get up out of my bed on Monday morning, nobody cares. Nobody's <laughs> waiting for me to get out of bed. And that was a huge adjustment because it used to be people were lined up at my door waiting to see me and there were meetings. And now it's like, is anybody down at Starbucks waiting for me? <laughs> no, maybe the maybe the barista because she knows my drink. <laughs> but uh that took a while, but you know, I love, I love the freedom. I, I'm now I'm coaching leaders and doing a lot of speaking on leadership, writing books about leadership and traveling all the time and, you know, pouring myself into leaders. And, and that's what I love. So I'm living my dream and just really having an amazing time. How's the podcast going? Podcast going great. The Leadership Answer Man, it's gone. I've got about 46 shows now and wow. getting a lot of great feedback from leaders. I'm not, I'm not like you, one a day, you know, <laughs> but I, I don't. I don't care. That's just not my menu. But I love uh, especially writing about what I speak about and speaking what I write about, which is all about leadership. You know, that's my my brand. That's my niche at HansFinzel.com. Very, very cool. And Hans, we're going to dive into a little more of what you have going on in a minute here. But um, before we do that, we are going to take a second to thank our sponsors. Sleep. It's one of the first things that we're willing to give up, yet the most integral thing when it comes to helping our bodies function at full capacity. You do want to function at full capacity, right? 
Well, I speak from personal experience when I say that having a mattress with just the right sink and just the right bounce to cuddle up on each night helps. Introducing Casper. I just received my Casper mattress and I love it. Casper offers an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Perfect for us entrepreneurs who are looking for better nights and brighter days. Casper even offers a risk-free trial and return policy. Try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days. And if you don't like it, send it back free of charge. If you're ready for better, nice, and brighter days, visit casper.com slash fire and use promo code fire to get $50 towards any mattress purchase. That's casper.com slash fire, promo code fire. I'm realizing more and more that video courses provide one of the most powerful learning tools available on the internet today. Your ability to follow an expert as they walk through a particular program or topic, all while going at your own pace, is unlike any other type of online learning. In fact, I literally learned how to podcast through watching video tutorials online. That's why I'm such a huge fan of lynda.com. lynda.com offers unlimited access to over 100,000 video tutorials, all taught by industry experts. You can check out tutorials like exploring entrepreneurship fundamentals or even tutorials on leadership and productivity, both of which are skills that we as entrepreneurs can always be improving upon. Lynda.com truly has it all. Because of how integral Lynda.com has been to the progress of my learning, I've worked out a deal to give you a special offer. Access the entire library free for seven days. Visit Lynda.com slash fire. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash fire. Hans, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a great plan. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear of jumping off that diving board. Just the fear of letting go of my day job to follow my dream job. I was paralyzed with fear. It took me three years to finally get up the courage to say it's going to be okay. I don't have to have the security of a J-O-B. Letting go of my day job to pursue my dream job. Love that, Hans. And what is the best advice you've ever received? Believe in myself. When you go out on your own, you have to believe in yourself. And that that was somewhat of a struggle for me at times. But I think the best advice I was given is, Hans, you've got a lot to offer the planet. Believe in yourself. Go out there and you will thrive. It was great advice. And it's true. I appreciated it. Hans, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. I try to keep my email all caught up. I am passionate about staying on top of email and uh, Facebook messages. I think staying ahead of the game on people who want something from me, they want to communicate, whether it's advice, whether it's a gig, whether whatever, I stay on top of the communication. Do you have an internet resource, Hans, like an Evernote that you can share with our listeners? My two favorite go-to apps are Wonderlist, you know, W-U-N-D-E-R, Wunderlist. I'm pure German. <laughs> yeah. Wunderlist is based in Berlin. Cool. And those Germans, you know, we Germans, we know how to do lists, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> so Wonderlist and Evernote, I live by those two apps. Totally love them, love them. Hans, if you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? 
Well, I hope it's not too self-serving, but it'd be my own book, (laughs) The Top 10 Mistakes Leaders Make. I love that little book. I still, every day, I get people saying how much they appreciate it. It's been around for a while, but it truly is the top 10 mistakes leaders make. And I'd recommend it to you. If you haven't heard of it yet, get that book. It's very simple. I believe in putting the cookies on the lower shelf. So, And I am not an academician. You know, I'm not one of these guys who just writes about leadership in theory. I I write about leadership from a 30-year experience of doing leadership. So top 10 mistakes leaders make. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. Hans, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, with $500, I would start a website and a podcast, and I know I could do it for $500, bucks. Yes. and I'd start reaching out to leaders out there that need help, because I know that the world is always full of struggling leaders and managers that need a lot of help. Love that, Hans. And let's end today literally on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. All right. My parting piece of guidance is do what you love, love what you do. And if you're not there, pursue that place of doing what you love, loving what you're doing. You can reach me and find all my resources at HansFinzel.com. It's as simple as that. And I'd love to hear from your listeners. That'd be awesome. And also check out my podcast, The Leadership Answer Man. The Leadership Answer Man. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Hans and myself today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Hans in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And Hans, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right, John. Thanks for having me. Fire Nation. My podcast, Free Podcast Course, is just that. A free podcast course delivered via a podcast. Listen as I walk you through every step of the podcasting process, from creating that podcast to launching it with power, growing that audience to a tipping point that will then allow you to monetize in a massive way. Every episode is another step in your podcasting journey, and they are all awaiting you now. Simply search Free Podcast Course or John Lee Dumas in your favorite podcast directory, subscribe and press play. Let's prepare to ignite. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 